0: What's up guys? I'm Chino. Throughout my journey, I have learned to take each moment, job, relationship, and opportunity as a gift. Each week, I will be sharing my personal experiences, fresh insight from my guests, and discussing topics that help listeners best relate to the journey. I'm deeply passionate about sharing what I've learned in my life to help inspire, motivate, and show that we are never alone. With hardships comes healing, and with personality comes hoops. This is Chino's Best. Another show on Netflix right now, what is it, Blind Date or something like that, where... Um, they literally cannot see one another and it's purely mm. getting to know each other through conversation and kind of finding that like authentic baseline before you actually get to see one another they have to propose they have to decide like am I going to marry you before they even see each other <laughs> yeah I w- there's no fucking way there's no way I would be like describe your eye color <laughs> describe your jawline <laughs> How many teeth do you have? Like, <laughs> like I would be like, uh, I can't do this. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's mm, it's hard to be yourself.
1: But the reality is, I mean, even even take away that where social media is coming back to your true self and, and more authentic, quote mm-hmm. unquote. Um, there's still this this part of us that. For most people you know you want to to be liked
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: always been that like
0: approval society. matrix yeah mm-hmm. and, and you know
1: and that's that's something that i think uh everyone struggles with to a certain extent and um you know myself included that's something that i've always struggled with a lot you know I, growing up and um you know middle school high school uh, even through college like i was just this big people pleaser i would do anything that anybody else wanted just i was the nice guy and um didn't really put myself in a position where i was making sure that i was doing what was good for me yeah and i didn't as of that or i guess a, a, a result of that is i didn't really know who i was yeah you know because we was don't always... really
0: know like what makes you happy right because that's what we were we were actually just talking about this guys um in a different chapter it's basically exploring you know what makes you tick like what makes you happy and like what fills your cup And something that I can honestly say as well and a little more on the vulnerable side is I get fueled from helping people, which duh, the whole reason for this podcast. But that, like you were saying, that fine line for me is that approval from people being like, you helped me so much. Thank you for everything. Like I really take to heart the things you say. Okay, cool. Yeah. Now I have that sense of approval and I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing my job. I feel good. But like what if people weren't messaging me that like what actually i guess what what fills my cup just by giving the information alone like that should be filling my cup just by getting it out there in general without someone coming back to it you guys see how we're like working through those right now like (laughs) a verbal therapy session on here (laughs) i'm just talking to myself really like matt's just like nodding his head like all right sister (laughs) but it's i mean it's hard like it's hard when social media has kind of embedded in our brains in a way that like the things you're putting out there are better if someone is giving you feedback. Whether it's good or bad feedback, it's still fucking feedback. But, I mean, like, look at Twitter. Why do we tweet? For people to retweet or like it or someone to be like, oh, me too. Like, I I don't know. That whole concept in general, like, freaks me the fuck out. Makes me want to delete all my social media. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Trust me, I've thought about that many times. (laughs) I'm like, I shouldn't have this anymore. (laughs) Um, Let's see. I want to go... So... Still in chapter one, it asks you some questions for you to identify for yourself. Um, There is a list of positive traits just to kind of help you guide yourself in what you think is prevalent for you. And then just some basic questions and then you have to draw what your best self looks like. So give me, I'll do it first. I just want like 10 random words from the list that you circled. So, some that I circled, if I'm just like looking, um, compassionate, confident, hardworking, helpful, honest, moral, um, protective, selfless, sporting, and thoughtful. Those are just like, I mean, guys, I'll put a picture on social media. I circle and like a lot. <laughs> like I think I'm great in a way, but those are just 10.
1: <laughs> no, I, I mean, and I think we're somewhat similar in a lot of these too because, you know, for mine, if I'm to rattle off 10 of them, you know, there's Achiever, Compassionate, uh, Dynamic, Generous, Intuitive, uh, Inspired, uh, Perceptive, Personable, um, Philanthropic, Uh, self-sufficient
0: yeah we literally like almost everything you said i have circled as well so that's i mean i like that though like to me that makes me feel good that i am surrounding myself with the right type of humans that are in a shared mindset you know what i'm saying because i feel like as i'm getting older i mean like i just turned 28 two weeks ago
1: Dare I turn thirty at the end of this month, so that's so exciting. Dirty 30. 30. <laughs> we're gonna dance on this barn top is what
0: we're gonna do. Um, I think that I'm I'm more protective of my time now. Like I I've always kind of been the type to mm, run myself into the ground and like too thin on my time because I want to get time with as many people as possible. But now I can definitely see that I'm, I've been protecting that time more because now I know what I want. And now I know, like I, I know what I want for sure, but I am still in that process of figuring out who I am. Um, I have a pretty good groundwork, but there are still things I want to correct, which this book is being super helpful in bringing those things out. Um,
1: I mean, I think reality is those that we're always trying to figure out who we are, right? Because we're, we're evolving beings. Like we're always going to continue to grow and learn. And if we're not growing and learning, then we're sliding backwards. So like who we are is always changing. Yes. There's that core that we can, um, get to know really well, Mm -hmm. but at the same point, I think that, um, there it's always going to continue to change because you are the sum of your experiences um, your perception is created on those experiences.
0: Yeah, that's true. We could
1: come across something tomorrow that could change mm -hmm. the way we look at everything.
0: And I feel like that is, I've been, I guess paying attention more, like Mm -hmm. not just kind of going through the motions, but I feel like as I've gotten older, like the past, I would say two to three years, I pay attention more to situations and how I react to them. Like, Seven years ago, had someone come into my bar and like been like, "This tastes like there's no alcohol in it." I'd be like, "Cool, fuck you, don't drink it then, bye." And like that would be it. Now my whole demeanor is different. I'm like, "You really can't taste it? Here, I'll make you another one. Watch me. I promise there's alcohol in it." And it's almost like that. Like I don't know. Like it's just like you handle yourself differently because you have one situation happen. That's just like a very small example, but. I feel like getting older kind of forces you to protect your time, kind of forces you to pay attention to your surroundings more.
1: And I think where you kind of what you're hinting on there as well as there's, as we continue to, um, to mature and, and get older, one thing is that we are able to take and not be as reactive to mm-hmm. our situations, right? Um, specifically, you know, we learn what triggers us, yeah. um, and we've learned that no one can really make you feel other than you.
0: Now, do so you think like, a trigger is a good thing or a bad thing?
1: I think it exists knowing whether it's good or bad it depends on the, the light it's put in, right? Okay. Um, but I think it's just knowing yourself well enough to know, oh, hey, if this happens... Mm-hmm. I'm going to have this natural reaction and, and continuing to talk yourself through that, understand why that is and understand what's leading you there. Yeah. And then instead of, you know, I used to get really emotional in any in any conversation where someone disagreed with me. Mm-hmm. And if my mom was listening to this right now, she's laughing her ass <laughs> off. Because I was always <laughs> Or sending right, it right? to her. <laughs> um,
0: Baby steps.
1: <laughs> but what I've learned over the years is that, you know, just because someone sees something differently or disagrees with me doesn't mean that they're wrong or that I'm wrong. It's just that we we have a different perspective. And yeah. it's understanding that and not allowing that yes, to I love that. trigger an yeah. emotion, which is going to turn into an emotional response.
0: See, and I love that, but I can also argue that Yeah. to the effect of like, when something does something, when something does something, when someone does something, that to me is like outside of a moral compass, you can't, you can't argue some like killing someone. What's your perspective? You're a shit bag. I would never do that. <laughs> like, that's how I, that's, I feel like there's some things that your perspective really doesn't matter.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, if you, you want to dive into some of those things, there are definitely social norms and, and, um, things that are acceptable and, and aren't acceptable. Yeah. Right. Uh, and, and without a doubt, there are certain things that should never be looked at as okay. Yeah. Um, No matter what the circumstance is around it. But at the same point, um, you know, I think if if we're to look at our everyday lives and what we come across, um, it's also not getting too tied up in what other people are doing or what's happening around you and understanding, okay, is this affecting my life? And is this something that... It is close enough to me that I should be giving my, my time, effort, and energy, and energy yeah. to focus on. Like, yes, without a doubt, genocide and, and different things of that nature and um, crimes against humanity are a problem. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, unfortunately, not a single person on this planet has enough energy or uh, mental capacity to tackle every single one of those.
0: Yeah, there's no way. So you
1: have to be selective on what really affects you because when something emotionally hits you yeah that takes a toll
0: yeah and i think a long conversation for a different time but i think that also can feed into like just your personal situations like for me personally growing up in a household where alcoholism was extreme you know like if i see someone at the bar who's like super sloppy and they're all alone like And they're a little bit older. It definitely triggers me to like think about my dad, and then I feel sad. And I'm like, oh, maybe they're all alone. Maybe they don't have anyone to hang out with them. Like that's so sad. And it's that emotional trigger because Mm -hmm. of my personal past. So I think that's that's a tough one that I've heard people comment on. Is like, yes, there are triggers when like someone walks up and says something stupid to you, or like you see a situation that you think is ignorant that can be a trigger or like someone's like you should be a democrat and you're like i should be a republican like or vice versa whatever the case may be um but the emotional triggers are where i see people like lose their fucking minds and it's 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 almost like it hits this core foundation of something that they've already been through and it just raises it to the surface almost like emotional ptsd Mm. you know what i mean
1: yeah they're there's, there are definitely situations that everyone's going to react to, but I think we've got to be able to st- take a step back and understand and why. And
0: choose when to react and why you're reacting. Yeah, that makes sense.
1: And Until we start to unpack and understand why, I feel like it's always going to be something that, that controls us rather than us having the opportunity to take that and turn it into something more positive and, and use that situation rather than just let it be something that we react to.
0: That's true. It's just, it's scary. There's that word again. It's hard. Yeah. No, like, it, it is
1: without a doubt. I mean, and I know that there are things that trigger me and then I, and I stop and I take a step back. And if I'm truly honest with myself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I'm a jackass for the way that I've treated other people half the time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> uh, like I, I truly I try to always be the, like, yeah. the best person I can, but there are times when my ego gets in the way and I've fucked up. Yeah. Like I've done people wrong. I and, think and, everyone and that, has. that kills me to know that. But it's How 100%. do you think
0: that you can get past that?
1: I think that's where it's communication yeah. and opening up to someone. And that's a two-way street, right? How do
0: you think you can get past what has already happened that you can't change? But, like, feeling like... Like you just said, it kills you to know some of the stuff that you've said or done to other people. Ego-based. So, like, what do you think that you could do or, like, anyone listening could do to get over those, I guess past experiences of like guilt in a way?
1: Yeah, so that was something that I, I toiled with a lot um, and you, you know, the the certain person that that was um, kind of the situation with, I wanted to reach out to and, and have that conversation and um, that never, didn't really hit that point mm-hmm. because I, I didn't uh, I couldn't exactly get the balls to do it Yeah, I, and then it just kind of hit me in the face one night and that conversation happened and uh, I feel like it's working on a better progr- on, a, on a better line. So yeah. it's like, you know, if, if there is a negative situation that somebody's going through or, or it's tearing them up, it's, I mean, doing and what came to me because I didn't have the balls to go to that, like have that conversation and really try to work through that and then understanding from people's perspectives and just being real about shit.
0: Yeah, which I think is the hardest thing to do, but it's so fucking rewarding. Like, being able to take a second and just, like, look at someone else's perspective and have that, like, oh, moment is probably one of the most rewarding things I've experienced. Well, I don't always agree with it, but I enjoy the why.
1: And I think the other piece of it, they, to kind of go back to that for a second, is it's the ownership. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, truly taking ownership of what, you're, like, what the experiences have been and, and what it's come up to um, to get to that point. There's a great book that I read last year called Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink. Mm -hmm. And he talks about any situation you're in, taking ownership of that. And um, I think that's one thing that has really helped me learn like you are not uh, a product of your circumstances as much as we want it to be. Mm -hmm. We're more of a product of the way that we approach everything. Yeah. And truly taking ownership for that helps it.
0: No, I would agree with that completely. I think that that is what I found interesting um, with that other podcast that I listened to that I told you about with Jada Pinkett Smith and Jay Shetty. And she discusses the ego being two sides. Like you have the ego that's like, I'm a badass, what the fuck is up, I'm the best. And then the ego side of almost like that victim mentality is still your ego. Like feeling, that feeling sorry for yourself type of thing is still the ego. And I didn't recognize it like that.
1: Yeah, and that's, I mean, obviously this book kind of goes towards that uh, direction and then a few chapters down the line. And I think that's something that is so huge to understand those pieces. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, as I'm reading through some of those, I'm like, shit. Yeah, that is every situation where I can look back and I say, yeah, I fucked up here. I can say, oh, well, it was because I did this. Yeah. Or this was the way that I viewed this. And oh, yeah, maybe there was an alternative. Maybe, you know.
0: Yeah. But now knowing that is probably extremely helpful for like anything future wise that you're going to run into as well.
1: It is without a doubt. But we we still have to take ownership for that moving forward just because we know it doesn't make it better.
0: That's true, but still. It fucking hurts to say it. <laughs> it, it, hurts. It, it doesn't just
1: it's not just easy. You're like, yeah.
0: I'm trying to look the like one of the pages says, How are you coaching yourself? And it just kind of asks a couple questions on like, how will your best self help you remain fearless? And I wrote just stay honest and intentional. Um, one of the other ones is how was your best self help you maintain that kind, ca- compassionate inner voice? And I put being patient and understanding, applying logic to others' emotion. Mm. So that is one thing that I definitely, here comes the ego, um, am proud of about myself, is that I have a lot of people approach me out of emotional situations, and they're like, what do you think? What should I do? And I have this gift, to which I'm very thankful for, that I can I wish I could apply it to my fucking self Um, (laughs) where I take like their emotional situations and I help them see a black and white because when you see something in color, it's like it's blinding. It's like you can't look away from it. But when something all of a sudden transitions into black and white, you now have that different perspective to look in and be like, oh yeah, that's me that's me my bad or it also i've seen it on the flip side where like someone is kind of blinded by the color of someone else and i am like let me just give you a concept of a black and white situation and then they're like oh my god this person is fucking me over or they're like oh my god i'm fucking myself over like it it having that black and white and applying logic to emotion is something that it's taken me a long time to learn. Still can't do it for myself fully. But would you say you're more of an, a logical or emotional person?
1: I'm definitely more of an, emo- an emotional person. Like <laughs> your whole I'm... face,
0: you were like, well, me, Emotion. <laughs>
1: hello. I, I mean, you mentioned it before. Like I am an empath thrown through it. Right. So mm-hmm. like if I, like I feed off of other people's emotions. Um, and you know, there was an instance, and this was the first time I realized that this was a thing. I didn't even know what to call it. I just knew that it was something inside of me that I was dating a girl in college. Um, and she, uh, would get anxiety attacks from time to time. Um, because, um, Life. for whatever reasons. Yeah. And, uh, I remember being in a complete other room, not knowing that this was going on at the time. Mm-hmm. And we'd been dating for a few months and all of a sudden, like. It hit me, and I'd never had an anxiety attack before. I
0: think I remember you telling me this story.
1: I was freaking out. I was mm. like, what is going on to me? Like, I, I I couldn't relax, could not calm down. And then I found out later that that's what was going on with her.
0: That's wild.
1: So, like, without a doubt, 100% emotional, yeah. um, which is great in a lot of ways, but it definitely has its detriments. Yeah. I, I've gotten myself in a lot of different fucked up situations that I'm not proud of because of that.
0: Like, yeah. Well, I feel like to the defense of you in that everything has a detriment. Like if you're too logical and you don't have emotion, like you could argue that those people don't have a lot of passion behind things because they're too logical, you know? So I feel like there's a a flip side, like you were saying earlier, there's a two sides to a coin on everything. It's finding that balance that is like, yeah. how do I be both? <laughs> There's, um, there's a
1: Greek word that that I keep trying to remind myself of. It's called apatheia. Okay. Um, it's a, it's essentially uh, taking extreme emotion out of things. So like I'm
0: like pointing at his book because <laughs> I remember that this is what triggered uh, your best self, right? Like your drawing of your best self.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Agape. Yeah. The, yeah. the love side of things. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But so, continue. Sorry, um, I got excited. <laughs> no. Uh, Apathia.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I try to remember apathia because it's one of those where if once you remove extreme emotion, um, you're able to think with a little bit of a clearer head. That doesn't mean that you can't feel anything or you can't have passion for something, but it's reel it in a little bit, take a breath, take a deep breath, look at what's going on, get a full picture and then make a decision.
0: And I am that for quite a few people. I am that deep breath. And looking around moment when they can't, which is like what has kind of projected me into going into psychology of, of being able to do that. Because again, I can't do it for myself. I mean, I try, well, I fucking try, <laughs> but it's not, I'm way more of an emotional person than I am logical.
1: Oh, without that's when it says basically write out the life coach characteristics, you know, of your best <laughs> self here. It's like,
0: it's like <laughs> slow
1: down, breathe. <laughs> Remember, you know, you're in control, Remember but only of yourself. Your <laughs> like, um, like basically shut up, idiot. Stop right? talking, stop <laughs> slow down. That's
0: my life right there. Just talking to myself in the car. Hey, that's enough. Take a seat. Um, so understanding your anti self, here's what I noticed. I didn't underline as much. I didn't. It like, hurts. I know, I have to, I feel like I gotta like show this, like all of this is (laughs) underlined, and then you get into this and like there's two words. Um, So I'll just tell you some of my underlined words. Are you ready for this? Unhinged. Trigger. Um, Completely fed up. Disheartened. Um, Unhealthy. Fantasy expectations, fear, triggered again, (laughs) (laughs) but it's wild because if you guys listened, the first, the first chapter we went over of things that we underlined were all from a positive chapter and things that we're like trying to be more mindful of and like that motivation and that, um, empathetic and that, mindfulness piece and then you get to the negative chapter and there's like one word it's almost like i was taking it out of my book i'm like unhealthy triggered pissed (laughs) like but i just i think that's really interesting to see to literally see that dynamic within six pages
1: and i think that's that's the part of us that we try to really suppress and and don't want to bring to the surface but the, the important thing is that we do, right? Because once we do bring that to the service, we're able to address uh, those situations and, and those feelings. Mm-hmm. And that makes it, it's easier to have a conversation when the elephant in the room is no longer invisible or just sitting in the corner. Yeah. Right? Like, when you bring up the shit about yourself that you're like, yeah, I struggle with this. Yeah. This is a major challenge. Once you bring that up, it's like, oh, I can breathe. Mm-hmm. Now you start Learning to address it. But just because you do it once, again, it doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah.
0: Forward. Uh, it's the the piece of um, consistently addressing it until it no longer exists. Which is... Maybe
1: not no longer exists, but it's, you've embraced it fully.
0: But wouldn't you want it to no longer exist if it's a negative? Like, you want to conquer it, don't you think?
1: You know, that's... I could really unpack that and dive into that deep that, but what that immediately reminds me of is, um, basically there's a few different books that talk about it, uh, including the giver. And if anybody's seen the movie, the giver,
0: I read the giver in like sixth grade and I need to read it again.
1: It's a phenomenal book. Um, there's another one. I want to say it's Bobos in paradise. I can't, remember if that's the right one that i'm thinking of or not um but essentially it, it talks about a, a euphoric society okay so where everything is perfect and it's what we want and what we love it's the same thing as if we always see the same thing over and over and over we won't know its contrast so if you're always healthy you're not going to know how good you have it to be healthy all the time yeah that's why i always anytime i actually like i get sick i remember that and i'm like Wow, I took that for granted when I Bruh. felt great. When know. I had the
0: flu over Christmas, I was ready to end it all. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to fall asleep in this bathtub because this is too much pain. Like, I'm over it. I'm hungry. What is happening? Like, I was so upset. And then I got healthy again. And I was like, bitch, we ain't never getting the flu again. <laughs> like, fuck the flu. <laughs> like, I was. I did that exact thing. But I think something that I've tried to do, which... M- People will say it's corny. I don't really give a fuck. It works for me. I try every day to like list off things that seem basic that I'm thankful for. So like one of them, I always am like, I'm so thankful for my five senses. That's not something that's as common as people think. Like there Mm -hmm. is like, I have perfect vision. Like I can taste everything. I can taste salty, sweet. You get it. You're perfect. No. Well, I mean... (laughs) If you say so. Um, But like little things like that, I say that I'm thankful for like having toes and fingers because that causes balance. And without balance, how the fuck would I play volleyball? You know what I mean? Like things that I use every single day that I'm like, oh, oh shit. Like not everyone has those.
1: Well, and you're keen on something big there that I've tried to focus on this year. And it's it's really my theme for the year is Mm -hmm. it's gratitude and a mindset of abundance, right? Because I don't know how many times I have driven to work, focused on the car in front of me, not giving a shit about anything else, thinking about the 30 things that I've got to do that day. Mm -hmm. And by the time I get there, like if somebody's cutting me off, I'm pissed and yeah, Mm -hmm. there's just so much going through my head. And instead, uh, you know, i try to look up now, see the sky, I I mean.
0: Is it not fucking bizarre, the same drive you take every day? And all of a sudden there's shit you've never seen before. Oh, yeah. You're like, that lamppost is beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) Like, things that you don't notice.
1: It's shit like that. And and it's also, I mean, you look at some of the architecture, like, especially in Indianapolis. Yeah. I mean, there's some beautiful stuff here that was all done by hand. I mean, it's like looking at some of this, it's like, holy shit how I miss it? And we drive by it every day and don't acknowledge it because we're in our own little world. But mm-hmm. being thankful for everything around us, and you know, and that's where it comes back to the mindset of abundance for me. I was very, very um, uh, blessed to have been successful in some of my prior uh, positions, mm-hmm. which has led me to a position where I have built this mindset of scarcity. I need more. I need more. It's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough.
0: Well, and I could definitely dive into that with, like, the projections on social media as well that yeah, we see all it, the time.
1: And that, that's the challenge, though, right? Because, and, and I even wrote this down as, as when we dig into some of the stuff deeper in the book at some point, is, like, one of the biggest challenges is being able to truly do what you need to for yourself and not allow what other people think of that mm-hmm. to affect it. So if you need to take a step back, if you've been driving a, a Mercedes, you know, I I drove some nice ass vehicles and that now it's like, you know what? Like that shit doesn't matter anymore. I need to go down to something that I can, you know, buy outright for, you know, five grand, still a good vehicle that'll get me from A to B. But in the back of my head, I'm still thinking, shit, what, what are people gonna think of me about that?
0: Hmm.
1: Like it kills me because financially, that's what I need to do to be in a, a better position.
0: Yeah. But then couldn't you argue that it's something that you set as a goal to have a nicer car and you accomplished it so you should enjoy it?
1: Yes, I think it's understanding where those priorities are. I
0: love making you think. I know. Because normally it's you (laughs) making me think. So, like, I'm on one. Um, To that, I'm about to come in and shit on myself. (laughs) Since I said something good about myself, I'm going to just, you know, let everyone know these terrible things I've circled about myself. (laughs) So, like I said, the second chapter is simply um, identifying your anti-self traits, which you don't have to read them if you don't want to, but I'm going to read um, a few of mine. So, anxious is one, angry, critical, escapist, greedy, jealous, insecure, resentful, Reactionary and vulnerable.
1: I see what before I even dig into any of this, what blows me away is some of the things that you've circled. There are the exact opposite of some of the things you circled on your best self.
0: Mm-hmm. I know. Like it's very weird. That
1: alone, unpacking that and understanding that. <laughs> but I mean, I would shout I would, out to
0: my therapist.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Hope they're getting paid well. <laughs> she does. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, you know, I could sit here and go through something and I was a, a terrible book club person. I didn't circle mine here. But I mean, I would seriously, I, I would see myself falling into some of these things too. Like, because there are times when I think what it is, is we are so, we, we tend to focus kind of like you said earlier on those bad things when they're not what we want them to be. Mm-hmm. We tend to focus on those. Yeah. So it's like, there may be 2% of the time that you're, uh, Greedy, but it sticks out to you those two percent that it's there. It, that sticks out to you more than uh, the times when you're not.
0: Yeah. And those well, are and the even there. even to even simplify it a, a little more um, would be I know that there's sometimes that I'm focusing on being insecure rather than focusing on how I'm confident. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like adding more emphasis on the the parallel to that word rather than the the positive aspect of it i guess which is hard it's hard not to because i feel like it's so much easier to identify the shit things and you're like oh i want to fix that rather than being like oh i am this with a little bit of that like instead of me focusing on how i'm confident i'm like oh i'm insecure so i like attack the negative to get to the positive instead of focusing on the positive does that make any sense i feel like that makes sense
1: It well, kind of
0: does. (laughs) A little bit, probably not. I
1: think, I think there is something to that, but I guess in my head, when I what I struggle with is if I look at something negative in my life, I tend to to just obsess over that, Mm -hmm. right? And then it just I go deeper and deeper and deeper, and then I start asking, well, why did I do that or why am I like that or or what is that? And that just continues to spiral out of control. So it's one of those just. Taking a deep breath and remembering those emotions are not who we are. Yes, that's what we feel in that point in time. Um, but it's remembering that just because you feel one way, that's not who you are. Yeah. And that's positive and negatives, right? Like just because, you know, you you feel uh, happy at one point doesn't mean that you're just happy. That's a really bad one to use. But, um, or just generous. or That doesn't mean that's who you are. You are who like you are at your core and it's understanding that. Uh, and I'm probably speaking in circles, and that's not making sense. No,
0: it does make sense.
1: But it, it's pulling out of whatever that situation is that you're diving into, and realizing, mm-hmm. like, look, this is, this doesn't define you. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is what you're feeling this point in time. It's an aspect. Stop. Yeah. Breathe. And what my coach, my my self coach is telling myself, like, stop, breathe, relax. Remember, you're in control, and no one else can control who you are. Yeah. And, and I've been in some of those situations where at one point, like so anxious i couldn't eat or or sleep and i look back and i'm like yeah that was dumb
0: yeah i mean i think i <laughs> think tons of us have felt that level of anxiety that level of really anxiety at its core is fear like you're afraid of something and that's what's causing the anxiety yeah um but yeah i've definitely had those moments i've had more than one of those moments often of being like not hungry i'm not tired am i tired i should eat Mm, nope not gonna should i work out probably not like it's just like the the whole like ping pong effect in your brain in general but i think i don't know i think this this book itself is interesting just because it's not easy to bring out the stuff you really are faulted on because everyone has faults but there's but I will say I circled more good things than I circled (laughs) bad things, but I definitely can see both sides to myself. I I can definitely tell you I'm a confident person in some of my actions and some of the ways that I speak and some of the things that I do, but I'm also insecure. I'm most insecure when it comes to like relationships because Mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, you chose me. You like me. But then when I'm single, I'm in the mirror and I'm like, bitch, I'd choose me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, so it's just funny when like you add another human in the mix or like a job or a title on something that you all of a sudden question that stuff.
1: Yet. Yeah. So. It continues to go into it further, and I, I want us to kind of unpack more of this book later. But yeah, for sure, um,
0: this is just a you know, these, this is just a little preview <laughs> for the listeners until we finish this whole book. Hopefully, I, by then, Mike Bayer is going to be listening. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but what but what people need to understand is this book isn't just about highlighting the good version and the bad version of yourself, like. That's just the foundation.
0: Yeah. That's just the first two chapters. We're
1: going to continue to unpack okay, how does this play out in these different Mm -hmm. aspects of our lives and how do we get really the most out of ourselves? Yeah. Um, But I will say one thing as you're talking about fear um, that I pulled out of this a quote. It's an English proverb. It says, Fear knocked on the door, faith answered, no one was there. Oh, so, it's shit. this faith in yourself or in this situation that is going to overcome everything else. So, you know, if there is somebody out there listening that is struggling with something that they're just, they can't seem to overcome find something within that find faith in themselves something about them that that they can overcome that Mm -hmm. and speak it every day daily affirmations
0: write it on your mirror put it on your phone background like
1: and say it out loud
0: yeah that's a big one there's a a big one there's
1: a lot to be said about speaking these things out loud
0: Mm -hmm. do it in your car that's what i do like when i go over the things i'm grateful for um i say them out loud in my car the first couple of times felt weird. I was like, I feel like a psychopath. I am talking to myself. But if you guys are out there saying you don't talk to yourself, you're lying. Everyone talks to themselves. So just talk to yourself with more, is vindication the right word? Mm. Like speak out loud with more oomph. Like own it, like don't be afraid of it.
1: Yeah, yeah exactly, own it. I mean that's the biggest thing that you can do is really just take it on and and say it that that's what you mean. I mean, look in in the mirror and rather than just looking at your appearance, stare yourself in the eye Mm -hmm. and say, you are enough. Yeah. And take that to heart. And
0: it's not cheesy and it's not corny and it's not easy either because there are moments where I like look at myself and I'm like, not today. We're mm -mm, no, goodbye. But it's like getting to a point where you say it with conviction. That's the word. Not yes. vindication. Vindication is coming after someone's throat. <laughs> Conviction is the right word. <clears throat> but um, yeah, I think that's a good place to stop just in the first the first two chapters. And again, like he said, this is just a basis. This is just like literally the foundation of the book and kind of prefacing what you're going to dive into, um, which i have no doubt that you're gonna be back on this and we're gonna be talking about the things (laughs) we learned um and i can't wait to like see that that transition um but i do encourage you guys to pick up this book it's actually really not even expensive uh i went into barnes and noble and what was it like 17 bucks 15 17 bucks it's super cheap and for 17 dollars, i'm not exaggerating to you like you can find a way to change your life like you're you're being more open to understanding yourself and this is something that i trust matt a lot and that's why i wanted to do this with him um because i do value and respect and love him and he feels the same so this was like a safe place for us to dive into this together but i also feel like it's it's needed for everyone like i really do encourage everyone to kind of just dive more into who they are check out this book I would be really, really curious to see what other people think. Like, I want you guys to like message me, text me, call me, Instagram me. I don't give a shit. Like, I want to know if you dive into this book, what you are seeing. Um, Just because like we said, we both enjoy different perspectives on things. And that's something that we're working on. So thanks for chatting.
1: Thanks for bringing me in. I love it.
0: Well, I'm in your house.
1: Let's keep doing it. Yeah. (laughs) Come back anytime.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I will because we got more chapters to discuss. Um, also, last funny thing: What Would you name your your worst self? Because it makes you this book makes you give things a name. Uh, did you get to that, or did you not? I, I what did you name your best self again? Agape. Agape. Okay. My. What did I name my best self? I just feel like this is funny because it just kind of translates. Um like, what your, just, like, your perspective on things. And I just think it's really funny. I don't, but I'm, like, looking at, like, why the fuck did I name her that? (laughs) (laughs) Like, where did that come from? Don't really know. Skip that. I'll just tell you what I named my um, shitbag self, Insecurella. Ooh. Yeah, that's what I named her. She's ugly as shit. She has fangs. She's got black wings. And she's, like, her fists are clenched
1: damn she's ready I'm not going to piss you off I'm not going to let you get insecure insecure, (laughs) and you know
0: what's crazy guys let me just tell you this for those of you who know me I shit you not Matt as my witness my best self is wearing hoops (laughs) is my worst self
1: nope nope.
0: that bitch doesn't have hoops in so that right there that speaks volumes (laughs) so thanks for coming thanks for uh, I guess having me and like talking in your kitchen (laughs) But we're going to get off here. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Check out the book. Tell us what you think. And we will be back probably within the next couple weeks to uh, dive into the rest of the chapters. Let's get it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you guys for listening to Chino's Best. Be sure to check out the Instagram and Twitter pages at C-H-E-E-K-N-O-W-S-B-E-S-T and follow each week for new topics. Click the link in either bio and be sure to subscribe to the podcast and the blog. Special thanks to sponsors involved. And remember, you're not alone. I'll prove it.